0: Welcome to the Winning with Shopify podcast. This is the podcast to help you scale your Shopify store into a money-making machine. This podcast is sponsored by Privy. Privy is the fastest way to grow sales with email and SMS. You can build your list, save abandoned carts, send money-making emails and texts and more, all in one place. Plus, you'll get coaching and support from e-commerce experts no matter where you start. Sign up for a free 15-day trial today by heading over to www.privvi.com winning to get started. Your host is Nick Truman, he's a Shopify expert and the CEO of JustAskParker.com, a global specialist marketing agency for Shopify owners. Nick will be sharing his knowledge and interviewing the experts to help you thrive and build an e-commerce business that makes you more money. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here's your host, Nick Truman.
1: Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Winning with Shopify podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, you are so welcome to the show. I keep saying this the last few weeks. We've had so many new listeners, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you all with us. If you've been listening to a while, equally super important to have you guys on the journey. Thank you so much for all of your, um, I'll I'll call it fan mail and what could be improved mail. But thanks for all the emails we've been getting. If you want to send us some feedback, you want any, uh, we give bits of free advice and stuff if people ask. And I might regret saying that. So this might be the last time I said, depending on how many emails we get. But if you want to send any uh, any bits and pieces into us, you've got any questions for us, you want to come on as a guest, you want to sponsor or there's a particular topic you would love us to cover, please, please, please go to winningwithshopify.com. And finally, if you enjoy this episode, please do leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on, especially if you're like me and you're from the UK. I see iTunes in the UK, so I'd love to see some more reviews on there as well. And if you don't like things and you wanna have a good old moan, that also is a safe space to do so. But enough about the podcast, enough about me and what's going on. Today, we're gonna be talking about video. And we're gonna have a little bit of a 101 about using video to increase sales, to make more revenue, to drive more customers into your site, and most importantly, video that makes you money through being engaging. So today we're gonna to talk about how you can engage people in video or through video content. I've got a very special guest. His name is Claudio Chioba, and he's from a company called VideoWise. Claudio, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Nick. Happy to be here. Great stuff. And as we always ask our guests, tell us a little bit about yourself before we dive into today's content. Sure, Nick. And thank you so much for pronouncing my name
2: correctly. Really. That's right. We practiced a lot, didn't we? (laughs) (laughs) We have indeed. Yeah. My name is Claudio Achoba. I'm a product designer and I've been a product designer for the past 14 years. I had the opportunity to collaborate with companies such as Uber and a lot of other enterprise or startup level companies all around the world. But mostly in the United States. And I'm very passionate about when it comes to product design. And that's all I know how to do really well. And I've started the company called VideoWise uh, just about a year ago. We launched last year in April. And our entire focus is video for e-commerce. And I know that you've been, you know, you've been bullish before on companies that said that, that they are the next big thing when it comes to video for e-commerce. But I dare you to listen to what we have to say and what we're doing at VideoWise and the results that we're proving, because I think you're going to be surprised about this.
1: And just before we move on into talking about video and how we shoot it and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, tell us a bit about VideoWise. Like what is VideoWise? Or certainly to our listeners, to e-commerce stores, what is VideoWise? What's
2: the, the benefit from, from using your tools? Of course, VideoWise is a dedicated video platform for e-commerce like 100% dedicated for e-commerce merchants. And our entire goal as a company is to revolutionize video for e-commerce. And we do that through amazing experiences, amazing shoppable video experiences that we allow merchants to share on their site and outside of their site. So if I am to describe the main features of our platform, I would say that with VideoEyes, you can manage, source, analyze, and deliver video for e-commerce. So we're not a small Shopify app or like small indie app on the Shopify app store. As a lot of other video apps are, we're a full platform working with a lot of great brands and amazing partners.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm very excited to be talking about video today. As a lot of our listeners will know, I work a lot in PPC and SEO and video is a very, very small part of that, but shouldn't be. It should be a much bigger part of that, in my opinion. So more to be revealed as we go through. So first thing which I'll be honest was not in the notes for today's show but I think it's an important point to make um, or important question to ask and and sort of kickstart the discussion on this video to a lot of people feels very expensive to shoot it to come up with a good concept to get some actors involved to get it edited even file storage because videos are so big talk to us Claudio like is (laughs) is it is it is it Is that the case? Is that still what happens in 2022? Or is there an alternative
2: universe that the rest of us need to know about? I really don't think so, Nick. And I think that TikTok has proven the world that inexpensive, unedited video, authentic video, authentic user-generated content can, uh, can sell. I think that TikTok has proven that success and they've opened up doors for other companies, like like Instagram, for example, has shifted their entire business model from photos to video because of the success of TikTok and the authenticity of the videos from TikTok. So I don't think that's the case anymore. Obviously, there's a lot of budget being invested in videos, and a lot of the most serious brands are always investing in video and are always increasing their budget for video because it clearly works. And all of the results from these social media platforms and the focus towards video has been proven year over year. So I don't really think that's the case. To answer your question, I think that authentic videos that don't require a lot of post-production work and editing can definitely sell. There's definitely a strategy. I mean, you're not going to have a winning video by just shooting a simple selfie video. Uh, Or it might be, I don't know, you never know, but if, if, if if it goes viral. But there are a lot of really good strategies when it comes to to shooting the video and you can do it quite inexpensively, really you know, fairly quickly. And if you follow these strategies you can you can be pretty
1: successful. Nice, nice. And I completely agree. I mean I, I very much teed you up. I don't think video is super expensive, but <laughs> I mean I I've been around the block a little bit and I've seen how much some videos can cost. Oh yeah. And I've had scenarios in the past where clients have spent in excess of like $50,000, $100,000 on what to me looks like a really, really rubbish video, (laughs) let alone when we put it into a campaign and the results just aren't there. I love what you've just said actually about authentic videos. And I think one of the most authentic types of video you could ever produce, and I'm on your website right now, it's on the homepage of the website, is showing customers using the product. and customers are actually becoming more and more involved in brands aren't they like we there's there's definitely potential to use customer content on your product pages on shopify nothing speaks louder than a review that's you know an image let alone a video to show the product in action
2: 100 100 and if, if i may add to that i have some examples that i can share that where you know where video and customer video in general can be very very powerful so First of all, people want to buy from other people, not from brands or from logos necessarily, because they relate to other people. And another person, another regular person is much more trustworthy than a brand telling them what to buy. I mean, for example. Look at how many followers Elon Musk has on Twitter and how many followers Tesla has. Mm. Very simple. You know how the founder, how a person, how people follow other people, how people buy from other people instead of people buying from brands. And people don't like to be sold. They prefer, you know, the type of social commerce experience where they see a product working. They see it in action. They see the result right there. It's an authentic video. And sure, you have the option to purchase that product right there. And that, I mean, it's 2022. Video should not be made for watching anymore. Video should be interactive. And another another good example that we've seen over and over again in terms of increased in engagement rate is hmm. the review section on on the product detail pages I think there are so many so many good review companies you know the yacht post the reviews iO stamp looks judge me I mean they're all, all of your usual suspects on Shopify and they do a great really great job at pulling in reviews uh, text reviews photo reviews some of them even you know pull in you know some video reviews right now but what happens when you, you exceed you know 10 reviews, 10 written reviews, let's say, and you start having, you know, 250 written reviews, your customers aren't actually going to read those reviews, the reviews start becoming irre- irrelevant, and you're just going to add points to that star rating. And that's pretty much it. So in terms of actual engagement and actual interaction with that area on your site, it's going to be pretty low, right? They're going to look at like, okay, 4.5 four, 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 stars, 5 stars. Yep, this seems like a good enough product. But the customer doesn't actually see the product in use. So, I feel like if you offer if you can offer an an engaging video experience with customers showing the product, using the product, talking about it, I think you can really captivate the shopper with that. And from our experience, a good UX, a good user experience, a captivating experience will lead to higher engagement, and higher engagement would lead to a higher conversion. That's pretty much the the you know, the cycle and the trajectory to higher conversion, great experience leads to great engagement, great engagement will lead to better conversion. So 100% authentic content works. And there are so many ways you can use it. I just, I just told you one for free, which is to (laughs) complement your text reviews with amazing video content from your customers. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I completely agree on the reviews.
1: I mean, I I work with them a lot for PPC and SEO stuff. And that's great. Degree. Yeah, I mean, you know, seeing a sort of 4.9 stars and you've got four complaints and, you know, if you ever look at those four complaints in your reviews, they're clearly nutters, <laughs> <laughs> talking absolute nonsense. But I think you're absolutely right. I guess the more considered the purchase, the more likely you are to start looking through those reviews. And you, you want to find someone saying, oh, yeah, I bought these, uh, these particular walking boots. I bought these because I have a really bad back and they've really helped me. If that's one of the USPs of the walking boots, well, that's useful for anyone with a bad back reading it, but that's quite a considered purchase. But yeah, I think seeing somebody using the product it's just, it's just great. Cause it, there's always there's always this whole sort of, you know, features tell, benefits sell. Feature of the product, it's a pair of glasses. To use the example on your website. The benefit, we well, look, look how much fun all these people are having, because they are quirky, they're cool, they look interesting. You know, people want to have fun when they're wearing them, they get asked, where did you get these from, etc. So I think seeing it in in video content is just so good and
2: you can only imagine what it does to the conversion rate as well yeah i mean if i am to give you a practical example when Hmm. i i actually started the company which was called review inc uh review uh based on video reviews, so i was very focused on on video reviews about two years ago when i bootstrapped it it was just a very simple prototype but i started the whole company and the whole idea behind what i what we started building was very modest and it was started because of a staff that I read on Google on ThinkGoogle.com. This is a data driven blog by Google and about its products that stated that 50% of shoppers were leaving the product detail page to go to YouTube and watch unboxing videos. Honestly, like I I read that stat and it just blew my mind is like, you know, there's like 50% of the traffic leaving from the product detail page. And just, you know, going to YouTube to watch videos, why are we not posting these videos on Shopify stores? Why? Aren't Shopify merchants offering shoppers the videos that they're looking for? Because if you think about it on the product detail page, it's all about that friction point that a shopper might have. And you as a merchant, your job is to make sure that you eliminate any friction points on that page. Any questions that they might have about the product, anything, any doubt basically in their mind that a shopper might have before they purchase your product. So if you can eliminate any doubt through social proof, through better product presentation, through better videos that answer some of the questions related to your product. Like one of the, one of the brands that, that we were working with, they had problems like just explaining users how easy to install their product was. And and they had a lot, a ton of TikTok content and people were, were tagging them on TikTok. So we used all of that content and used some of our video strategies in terms of engagement to optimize it for the product detail pages. And that was absolutely amazing mm. what it did to... Uh, to the engagement rate and to the amount of video watches that they've gotten just by using a great experience and a great video strategy so video can definitely be used to eliminate the doubt that shoppers might have on your page yeah and i think that one of the main things that we're trying to do is always keep these shoppers engaged keep them more on your product page for longer And convince them and influence them to purchase your product
0: Hmm.
1: i saw quite an interesting thing the other day and this is going to lead on to a question as well about this i got an interesting email from a shopify store product that i had bought and as a customer they sent me an email saying leave us a video review and in return we will enter you to a competition to win a few free products and you can choose what those products are you can have any three products from our site And I thought, well, that's quite cool, isn't it? So I, you know, within sort of five minutes, my wife walks in and there's me going, Yeah, I love this new product. She's like, what on (laughs) earth are you doing? I was like, get out, honey, this is important. (laughs) I'm gonna I'm gonna get us three free products in this competition. But my question being, there are some very simple ways to incentivize customers. You don't even necessarily have to give away free stuff, do you? There's gotta be ways to incentivize customers to want to send in videos, to want to put videos on. TikTok on Instagram and any other platforms they use, there must be ways to incentivize customers to do that. Because I imagine somebody was sitting here going, well, I would love all that video content from my customers. <laughs> How do
2: I get it? Of course. So I can tell you a very quick story. We actually used collect video reviews ourselves. This was right when we launched in April last year, but I quickly realized that that wasn't our focus in terms of value to what we're bringing to merchants. And we wanted to build a product that would have uh, unquestionable value, and I think unquestionable value in e-commerce is conversion and revenue. So we were like, okay, this feature—you know—this is something that we're not going to focus on right now. We're going to leave the review companies to do it. I noticed that a lot of these the review apps started collecting video reviews. We we tried it ourselves, and we learned some lessons, which are that you absolutely must incentivize people if you want a video review because it's sort of a hassle. Like people are lazy; <laughs> they they're not going to just freely give you a video review i mean i I think that i'm not going to speak on behalf of these review companies but uh, a very small percentage of shoppers actually even send you a text review and then even smaller percentage is going to send you a photo review and the tiniest percentage is going to send you a video review the tiniest percentage so even the ones that you see on tiktok they're doing it because you know that company is either having a raffle if you tag them in a video on, on tiktok or on instagram so there's always some sort of incentive, either, I don't know, a gift card or um, products on their website or something. What we know, like, I can tell you one technique that works really Mm. great, and this is for merchants. So this is something that that I learned and it worked great for us. So check this out. People don't like the the type of offers of like, I mean, I can tell them, I I, I cannot speak if they don't like, let me rephrase that. I, I can say which one works better as a conversion rate in terms of getting these video reviews. So we tested three things. We tested, we're going to give you 50% or 100% off on your next purchase. So this was test number one. We tested, we're going to enter you into a competition and, you know, we're going to just randomly draw a winner like every week, out of everyone that sent us video reviews. And then we tested a third method, which was, if you send us a video review, we're going to give you your cash back on the purchase that you just made. We're going to give you a full reason. So, So that was very interesting because with the first two like with the first one I you know as a shopper you have to make another purchase. Eh, I don't really know about that. That, that. that proved to have the lowest conversion number. Uh, like people were not incentivized by like okay I'm going to give you a, a free product or like 50% or 80% discount like huge discount on your next purchase. Yeah, maybe I don't, I'm not interested in purchasing again. On the second one, yeah, slightly better with the competition. But on the third one, where if you're going to send me a video review, I'm going to give you a full refund. Because I already know who you are, and I can just give you your money back. Hmm. That's what converted the best. So my, even though we're not collecting reviews, we're not a you know, review platform in any way, we are, a again, you know, a video platform to manage, source, deliver, shoppable videos. So we're all about conversion and engagement rate with video and revolutionizing video for e-commerce. We, we know a little bit about collecting video reviews from the experiments that we've ran. I'm a product designer, as I mentioned, and my entire life I'm used to operating by by some very simple steps, which is you know, ship your product, then talk to your customer, get feedback, iterate, ship again. So it's always been like that life cycle, like that loop. Ship, feedback, iterate, ship, feedback, iterate. So we've been getting a lot of feedback on this, on this topic. And This worked the best, which was give people refunds, like give them their money back because they don't have to purchase anything. They don't have to wait for, you know, a raffle or like to wait for anything. They can get instant cash back, which is great. And I mean, obviously, if you're selling a 2000 pound product, don't give them the cash, you know, because it's pretty expensive for a video, but you can give them some cash back you know for the value of that video and what we noticed was a fair value was in the range of 50 to 100 dollars something like that some people even lowballed it like 25 bucks and they still got videos but the bigger the incentive the better if your ticket value if your product value is around these you know these numbers like 50 100 bucks what we noticed it works better when you say a full refund instead of 100 dollars back nice it, it, just the language works better slightly better in conversion rate So I think that this is, you know, I'm giving you some very useful information for your podcast over here, Nick, that merchants can actually use.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I'll be honest, I'd I'd never really even thought about offering a refund in return for a video review. And I imagine some people are probably sitting there listening to this and going, well, hang on a minute, I'm just giving away money now. But I think the the argument is if you if, for example, you only send out to customers that have spent, I don't know, a thousand dollars with you all time and their last purchase was 30 or 40. You're not really giving much away, but what you're gaining that can do to conversion rate and and everything else, you know, alongside all the things you're doing, if you can gain that extra conversion rate uplift, yeah, then you've got such a big opportunity that actually 30 dollars $30, as a refund to make, you know, it could be if you, I mean, say you double your conversion rate as a result of doing this, and you've given away ten lots of thirty dollars, you've given away three hundred dollars, but you've doubled your conversion rate, and you could be spending thousands every day on on advertising and. Um, managing your team, et cetera, et cetera. So actually, I I think there's a huge, huge opportunity to get this right and make a lot of money from it. So I think if anyone's sitting there listening and thinking, well, hang on a minute, I don't want to just be giving money back to customers. The other thing you could do is you could just say, we're only going to give you, you know, we'll give you your money back up to $50. So you could limit it. And not all of them are going to do it anyway. And you're in control of when you email, how you email, et cetera.
2: Exactly. You, You don't need to send it to all of your customers and produce, I don't know, 500 videos, no. No, you just need to do this every cup, every I don't know quarter, maybe, and like just to refresh the videos and maybe try to select better and better videos that you're gonna that you're gonna use later on. Because I mean, you're gonna get a lot. We notice, you know, videos come in the you know in, in in the double digits, and you're probably gonna use like five. Because I don't know, you might not like some of them. Some of them might have choppy audio, and it's very hard then to tell a shopper like, well, you know, you're we don't like your face in the video. We're not gonna give you the refund. <laughs> you can't see, <laughs> you know, so. You will give them you know the the modest refund but then you're going to have a wide selection of videos and you're always going to choose the best and you're just going to get higher and higher quality
1: and when you're when you're looking at those videos what makes a good video like what what sort of stuff are you looking for and you know we joke about not choosing somebody that doesn't look you know <laughs> we'll, we'll say we'll, just to be really politically correct i'm going to say someone that's not right for your brand right. <laughs> that's all i'm going to say because i think I think everybody is right for the right brands. I'm genuinely, But I think, yeah, how do you look at video content, the the, the videos that are coming in? How do you look at them and decide which ones you should and shouldn't post? What sort of things should people be looking for?
2: So when we're talking about videos from customers, like super authentic, non-edited, you know, there are two types of videos. The super authentic ones, like the really raw type of video review. And then you have the slightly edited video. And I can tell you from a video strategy, what works best in terms of engagement and this is what our partners are showing that works best as well, like in terms of results. So for the raw video, I, I think that audio and video quality matter a lot. So it's, it's very important that it has decent lighting. It has, you know, a decent angle that, that was shot in. So just, just these small bits of, of, of the video do matter. They do matter, but when, when it comes to the actual content of the video, like, like what the what the person in the video is doing and talking, it's really important to actually show the product there, like from the first millisecond. Like from the first millisecond, don't just have a face in there, but like have them next to the product or, or holding the product in hand or actually like started using the product or something. The product has to be there just for, for the context, because the attention span of people these days is very short. People are not going to pay attention to, to videos unless they're really engaging. Yeah, and when it comes to even even editing the videos, we've been partnering up. I mean, our partner network right now is like 80-something strong with some of the best companies in video, some of the best marketing agencies. We're talking, I don't know, Grin, Billow, Viral, Ecom ads. I mean, there, there's so many apps and, and, and agencies out there that are extremely bullish on video and with video for conversion. And what we've learned from all of them is that the introduction, the first second, first two, three seconds, they matter so much. For the rest of the engagement of the video content so a perfect example is search for the spider-man trailer i I'm, i i i don't know why spider-man but like this is the one that i remember hollywood uses this technique i mean even any trailer but more, more like modern trailers i think the spider-man trailer i remembered that correctly because somebody showed it to me if you look at that trailer the latest movie the trailer starts with a big action sequences like frames full of action in the first five seconds like amazing sound, the city's about to drop, something like that. It slows down, like complete slowdown, and then starts super calmly with like, I remember like Peter Parker on the roof, something like that. So Hollywood already uses this technique. If you look at the, the algorithm of videos on TikTok, of the actually looked at a list posted by somebody of like top 100 viral videos last year. There's always this pattern. The first few seconds are the ones that drive the engagement the first if you're if you don't deliver a good punchline uh, like something super interesting in the first few seconds you're going to lose the person like you're going to lose that because they're not going to sit there and watch you know like just like watch video you have a much higher chance of converting if your content is super engaging so even when your customers deliver you those video reviews or you're even editing your videos for for e-commerce usage make sure that the first three seconds are amazing even if you have Cut it and then start from the beginning. Like I, the first three seconds should be the most amazing content in that entire video. Cut, start from the beginning then with the intro. I wouldn't start with like an introduction. I would start with like, what is the most amazing thing about this video, which is maybe your product use, the value that your product produces, like show that first. How can you attract the the sharp attention in the first three seconds?
1: So I guess the idea then is you get, you get all the video content from your customers and actually then start to edit it up yourself as opposed to just just showing them as reviews on that product. So There's more you can oh, do yeah. with it than just oh, simply going, this is a green <laughs> pair of shoes, put this video on the green pair of
2: shoes page. Yeah, I mean, this is this is very different from brand to brand. You need to know your product. You need to know the friction points. You need to know your value proposition towards your shoppers and always try to answer those questions and always try to put your product in the best light possible so that you can ease the purchase of your shopper. As as I'm a product person, as I'm a designer, and I create digital products, I know my audience, and my entire job is to know my audience. What makes them purchase my product? What makes them take? What are the pains that they're confronting with? And it, like explore those pains that they're having, and provide the solution for those. Make sure that I always have all the right answers for my audience, and that's what merchants should do as well. I mean, this is very simple sales tactics where find the pain point in your audience, explore it. And you're the solution. Why are you the solution for that pain point? And how do you how do you solve that problem? Because everyone buys something because, you know, it's either for a social status or they like it or they're trying to solve a problem. Find that reason. Why are they purchasing your product and answer the questions that they might have?
1: No, I completely agree, and I think certainly with video, like we started off straight away, we're saying how expensive video can be. So the more that people can be using it for in terms of advertising, marketing, I think the better. And I think, as you say, just getting that that kind of core message across is so important. Okay, so a bit of a nerdy question then. I mean, you're a product designer, let's uh, or product developer. Let's let's talk about let's talk about something a little bit more nerdy video when it first was released was like the bane of my life from an seo page speed perspective i loved the fact that you could watch a video and see what's going on or someone would say check out this video of our software you know you can see what the software does and how it works and that was all very lovely but it just killed page speed you know google it wasn't even part of google's makeup initially in terms of a ranking factor it was later that google said right if your page is slow we'll mark you down but it was still painful that sometimes you had to literally wait. And I'm not exaggerating here. I literally had to wait over a minute sometimes for pages to load because there was a video right down at the bottom of the page. And I remember we had a client once who put a video in the footer, which means it was on every
2: page.
1: (laughs) And I went back to them and said, have you seen how slow your website is? And their server, this is really, really long ago. The server was based in their office. They said, oh no, no, it's not slow at all. I said, yeah, you're connecting to it through an ethernet cable. I'm trying to connect to it through the web (coughs) from another office and it is painful. So both in terms of your app and any other solutions that if people have video content, what's a way that you can use it on a web page without it slowing down the website so much that Google just gets in a right old huff, stops ranking you for stuff. I can tell you some practical tips,
2: some really practical tips of what merchants should definitely not do. One of them is like what you just mentioned on the bottom of their page, put an auto-playable video. Like. Please don't do that. Yeah, we studied this a lot, Nick. Performance was very important to us. Mm. And right now we do have the fastest application when it comes to testing and when it comes to page speed on the Shopify App Store. We're actually going to release a blog post, and I'm, I'm, I'm telling it in Premiere on on, on this on your podcast. We're going to release uh, a blog post until the end of this month with uh, almost like a case study blog post, a technical case study showing all the other video applications and then your page speed and then showing video-wise. So. Here are some practical tips, and I can tell you what we're doing from a technical point of view to protect your page speed. So, as a as a very good advice is, do not use auto-playable video on your on your website unless it's extremely important for your brand. Like you re like that video matters a lot for your brand. You're using it as some sort of a background video, and it's highly optimized. Let's put it like that. So it's it's super compressed highly optimized. And if you're doing that, then okay, it's fine. If you really care about that, and you care about the design of your page, and that video makes difference. Okay, I mean, it's fine. But I would strongly suggest against it, because it does kill the load time. And people usually expect the page to load under five seconds, as long as you're like keeping it in there, you know, the, the faster, obviously, the better, but as long as you're keeping it under four or five seconds, that's great. I can also tell you what we're doing protect the page speed and then I can also tell you a different point of view about page speed. So what we're doing for a company that uses video and embeds video on on Shopify stores, we're actually not embedding video for Shopify stores. We are embedding highly optimized thumbnails and widgets that use these video widgets that use these thumbnails on your Shopify store. So the actual video doesn't load on the initial page speed. What gets loaded is highly optimized thumbnails, with lazy loading our script that's about 40 kilobytes in size and that's it nice the actual videos load only when the user and only when the shopper interacts with it so you should only load video when the shopper wants to watch it like there there are a lot of indie applications that do these autoplay videos whenever you see that you know just you know don't activate it we even have it in our application just because some people actually requested it and we advised them against it and said <laughs> Do not autoplay the video in your thumbnails because it will kill your page speed a bit. Yeah, we don't care. <laughs> That's what they said. They said we we want a great experience on the page, and we feel like this is, looks beautiful. We send them my <laughs> number. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, we said okay. I mean, what more can I do? You know, like I, I can I can try to convince them. Like, we tried, and we have best practices and we have rules, but if they really want to do something like that. At the end of the day. Uh, it's their choice mm. i mean and, and this is you know this is available for all pieces of software like Clavio might advise you how to send emails but you might not follow Clavio because you're gonna want your own design or something that you know strictly against like their rules what we're what we're great at is protecting your page speed with video are we're, we're very very proud of that and you can avoid it by not placing even default video players that load scripts on your on your page but there's also a different point of view to this nick which is like although page speed is super important If you look at some of the biggest brands and look at their page speed, it's really low. Yep. It's extremely low. And I can tell you why, because they don't care. They simply don't care anymore. If their page loads in under about five seconds, like, yeah, I don't care if Google's going to give me like a 50 or 40 score. Like, and how do you, how, how, like, let me ask you this. How would you justify that?
1: I mean, I, I work with some of those bigger brands and I think, I think times, you know, to quote a famous film, times they, they be a changing. I think traditionally, you're right, bigger brands were more focused on actually things like security, compliance, and now we're getting all the right information to deliver the product and probably probably relied too heavily on their brand name to give quite a horrible, clunky, slow customer experience. I've seen brands switching in probably in the last two years and probably since COVID actually, which... I I think the two might actually be linked and I think it might be linked in the sense that brands now have more time to focus on digital and have to focus on digital. And actually, as we've all seen, we've got another wave of COVID cases in the UK now. And it's like, it's been two years and we've got vaccines and it's still a thing. And people are still wearing masks out in public in certain areas in the UK. And I think I'm seeing more and more brands caring about things like page speeds and putting a lot of time and energy into it.
2: But I've seen so many big brands that
1: don't really care. Like they're like, okay, but equally page speeds and a lot of anyone who's listening has had a play with page speed anyway. Video is generally the least of your worries on page speed. I think I think as as Claudio said, if you I mean, if you have your video um, only load when somebody clicks on it to load it until then, it's basically just an image. It just loads an image with a hyperlink on it that pops open the video modal and the video starts. That's a good way to do it most things in page speed are actually really, really difficult. And it involves almost changing the entire way that your page um, is created in the theme. And there are certain things you can't do within Shopify. That said, we have, and it's been very slow and very painful, we have got some Shopify stores now up to like 70, 80 out of 100 on mobile. And th- these are for big brands as well. Shopify Plus, 70 or 80 out of 100 on mobile and all collection pages, all product pages it's not been easy though and we've had to like literally dig into the code and look at sequences of how things load etc etc so let's let's not talk anymore about page speed i mean the fact that we're going to load the video afterwards great that box ticked for today if people are interested though drop drop us a note and say actually i am really concerned about page speed i want to know what can be done on shopify and we've moved from Magento or something where we could control all of it and had amazing page speed and rubbish. If I get enough people saying so, I'll, I'll get a page speed expert on and Maybe one of our, one of the developers we work with, get them on and have a chat about page speed and what can be done. Cool. I think last thing to talk about then, as we come into land here, we've spoken about how to get video content from customers, what to do with it on the page. Let's finish with one of my favorite things, which is give us some of your top tips of things not to do. And then we'll come on to some of your top tips, or things that we, that people should do with video. So let's start with the things that, what are some of the common mistakes or even some of the extreme funny ones I always find quite amusing. What are some of the things that people shouldn't do with video on their website?
2: Um, so I already mentioned the ones with the autoplay video. That's a big no-no. Please don't do that. Yeah, I completely agree. <laughs> that's, that's a very big no-no. Another thing that we've seen as a practice is videos on mobile. So. As you already know, Nick, a lot of the traffic in e-commerce is coming from mobile, that it's about 70 plus percent, in some cases, extreme scenarios like even 80% above, coming just from mobile. And when it comes to that mobile experience, if you're gonna drop a I don't know, a centered YouTube thumbnail in there, it's gonna be extremely small. And your player is gonna be, you know, the the screen will be probably sixty or seventy percent black, and you're gonna have a small player rotate the phone. Not, Not the greatest experience. So if you're going to go for a mobile video-first experience, definitely use a tool like Videowise, where the video is full screen on on the entire phone. It's swipeable up and down, which creates a lot of engagement, and you can include playlists. So that would be one tip. Don't necessarily load the video in a small, small modal on your on your mobile phone, but load it full screen on mobile. Just provides such a much better experience. There are a lot of brands. I'm talking big, big brands that even us at Videowise were approaching. With the, that are making this mistake because they don't have they, I mean they don't have a tool and they never had a tool for for this problem. So this is one small problem that that we're solving. The other one is even landscape videos, again related to mobile. Sure, if you're gonna have landscape videos, those are great, but if you know that 80% or 70 plus percent of your audience is coming from mobile try to crop those videos or to edit those videos or use video content that's in portrait format. Mm. It just looks better, so much better on mobile, fills up the entire screen, much, much richer. And nowadays, people are very familiar with that. They're not afraid of that. They're very familiar. That's the that's what's becoming the standard when it comes to a mobile experience, mobile video experience, that is. Another advice that I have for the audience is, uh, and this, we've seen this so many times, is people put videos, like they put the thumbnails on their websites, and when you actually click on it, it opens YouTube in a new tab with the video. And I'm like, there goes your audience. You're just driving them to YouTube and they get the video and recommendations probably from your competitor or cat videos or jazz music or whatever, and they're gonna get distracted and not purchase from you. So if you're placing a button to watch the video, a thumbnail to watch the video, anything to watch a video on your website, keep the shopper on your website. Don't open up the video in a new tab, especially on a platform like YouTube, not that we have anything against YouTube. But like they're you know, they're an amazing partner uh, for us and an amazing platform. But you're going to lose that conversion, you're going to lose that audience, because they're not going to stay focused on your page, you want that audience to spend the time they have on your website, looking at your product and you showing them why the product is for them. Another piece of advice is the thumbnails of the video, man, Nick thumbnails drive engagement. If you have bad thumbnails, you're going to have bad engagement. So our advice is don't just use the default frame that the video generates as a thumbnail edit that thumbnail, make it amazing, add some text over it to give shoppers context about what that video is about what they're about to watch, make them interested in watching that video and clicking on that thumbnail. I mean, YouTube and the entire YouTube community, you know, is the best at this. They have clickbait thumbnails that drive views on YouTube. I'm not telling you to make like, you know, a clickbaity thumbnail, but make it, good, make it a good one, an interesting one, if you really want people to watch that content. So these are just, you know, these are just a few pieces of advice. I also have like, don't go for 4K videos on your website like or like stupid high resolution because most of your traffic is gonna come from mobile or you know, they're not gonna not everyone will have an HDR screen to actually watch that HDR content on your website. So, yeah. you know, 70
1: 20p, 1080p, it's fine. Absolutely fine. Plus, you gotta think about the user loading it on
2: like a 3G <laughs> exactly. mobile connection exactly. as well. Like- I mean you have to apply these rules based on your audience know your audience first study google analytics look at your shopper behavior look where their uh, their demographics see where they're coming from and optimize your content for them it's extremely important yes I, I do have a few more pieces of advice which is like i wouldn't recommend using lengthy videos over 10 minutes what we're noticing from over 20 million shopper impressions is that videos should be kept pretty short and the shorter the video the higher the engagement so if you have a punchy video that's pretty short that's gonna drive a lot of engagement and it's more likely to it's more likely that people are actually going to see it in full and they get the full message. And video should also be placed, especially on product pages. Don't don't put it on the bottom. The more uh, towards the bottom of the page you're going to put it, the lower the engagement. And it's pretty simple. People don't scroll always towards the bottom of the page. So if your video is communicating something very important for the audience, put it more towards the top. Don't put it towards the very, very, very bottom. Nice. Nice. Well, uh, I mean, it's
1: so much good stuff there. i I think we'll, we'll draw things to a close, but Claudio, thank you so much for your time today. It's been great to have you on the show.
2: Thank you, Nick. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. Cool.
1: And thanks to everybody for listening. I hope this has been really useful for you. As I say, if you're enjoying the podcast, please leave us a little review on there. Give us a little five stars if you think it's good. If you don't, keep your feelings to yourself or send me an email <laughs> that would be great. Um, yeah, thanks so much for joining us today. We'll be back again next week with another amazing episode. And I hope everybody is staying safe.
0: Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can subscribe to our weekly newsletter for exclusive offers at winningwithshopify.com. And don't forget to check out our Facebook group by searching for Winning with Shopify on Facebook. Over and out.